All right, I know you guys are going to love today's episode. I chat with too much to handle listener Rachel, who is sick and tired of following the rules of the way that things have quote unquote always been done. And she wants to break through in her career. Now, as a generation who refuses to just climb corporate ladders until we retire, I know a lot of us can relate to this desire to chart our own career paths. Now, I bring in expert Sochi Rentown, a physician assistant and health Instagram influencer, to chat about how she used her education and desire for something more to design the career of her dreams. When I was growing up, I was always told that I was too much to handle. I was too loud, too opinionated, too demanding, just plain too much. Now, as an adult, I celebrate these qualities within myself and within the women I know. This is a call to action. This is a space to own your too muchness. This is too much to handle. I am so excited to welcome Too Much to Handle listener Rachel to the show. Hi, Rachel. Hello, Hannah. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, I'm taking a study break right now, and I'm super excited to meet you and Uh, see where today goes. Yes, I am so excited to meet you, too. I so appreciate you taking a break from your studies. Uh, And we're kind of talking about your studies a little bit today because you sent me a DM. And you asked about trying to break through in your career. You said, I'm pretty young for my position, so young that I don't tell anyone my age. But I have these awesome ideas that older professionals are scared of, or I have found that they're actually pointing out my personal flaws. You also said, I'm pretty good at being resilient, but this is actually becoming very challenging. You said that you're in occupational therapy school and you'll be a therapist shortly. Maybe you already are at this point. Uh, And you have ideas to take this career in so many directions, which I love. Um, But you've been told so far that your ideas are selfish or that your ideas are not possible for one person to achieve. And kind of reading through your DM, I think your main question from what I gather is, how can you make a change if you're just always following tradition? Is that kind of, uh, right? Well done. (laughs) Go Hannah. Okay. So essentially where I'm at right now is I have received my master's actually this past December. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Um, and it was awesome. It was a really hard experience. Um, to get even just to get into uh, an OT program. Um, so I actually was diagnosed with a learning disability when I was in high school. Um, and it was just processing. So I just had a hard time um, processing what I was learning. Like for the longest time I can remember in like elementary school, I would be reading something and have no idea what I read. Mm. Um, 
And that's actually something that I have um, had a lot of my patients' parents like worried about. They're like, is my, is my kid going to excel, blah, blah, blah. You can get through it. So <laughs> here I am. Um, do you care? Do you want me to disclose my age? It's up to you. Okay. So I'm actually 23. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, I finished school a little early. I was I think I was like the youngest in my program. Um, and I don't know, I just kind of flew under the radar high school, um, college. And I just was like, I want to be more involved. And I just, I sat back and let people, I don't know, kind of, do you ever have those moments where someone will be doing something or you're just like, I wish I had said something because mm-hmm. I could have made change if I had just been brave enough to speak up a little bit mm-hmm. um just because I think we're we're afraid of hurting people's feelings and uh, <laughs> I'm over it <laughs> I think uh when it comes to helping people um I wanted to just be more open and a little more fearless mm-hmm. um so what I do essentially is to help people from all ages of life um, and help them to their fullest, taking a holistic approach um, just to promote health, uh, prevent, um, and then help them live better with injury and illness and disability. So with that, you have to be super creative. Um, And OT is like an emerging um, area in the medical field it's been around for a long time but not a lot of people know about it and we're often mistaken as pts and pts are awesome okay um but yeah so just kind of there's my rant but just i've overcome a lot but now i'm currently stuck in like an area of i've got so many ideas and i like i don't know where to begin. I started the blog that I needed to put on hold just for studying purposes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just want to see where this conversation takes that. Yeah. And it sounds like with a lot of your creative ideas that you are having uh, in your field and to help the people that you are serving, it sounds like you're facing some sort of backlash or some obstacles with your colleagues or people that are higher up in your, in your field. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, that's one thing I just refuse to disclose is how old I am. Um, just because I have in the past how old I am. And they'll look at me like, what? Like my, I could be a parent. And you feel like um, they, and they feel like they treat you differently because of your age. A little. And absolutely. I expect that because they're almost like mentors, you know? So there's yeah. that emerging phase in your career where you're balancing. Um, I'm young and I'm learning as I go, but mm-hmm. how do I balance that with, no, I'm a professional and I got to tell you how it is. And I understand that you're 20 years older than me, but I have these tools that can help you excel as well. Yeah. So I think what you're getting at is something that's really interesting and something that um, is becoming the new norm, right? I think for Mm -hmm. our generation and the generation that follows us, um, we aren't just 
climbing a static ladder. Like that is not how we are charting our career paths. We're job hopping more. We're taking the elevator. We have creative ideas. We want to jump to the ladder over here and the ladder over there. We have a more entrepreneurial mindset regardless of what industry that you're in. And to no fault of their own, the prior generations grew up in organizations with large corporate hierarchies rather than sort of flat management structures and teamwork-based jobs and uh, jobs that really cultivated a sense of creativity and cultivated a sense of ingenuity. And so we are sort of like charting our own paths. And sometimes older generations are very scared of that and they don't understand mm -hmm. it. Um, and so I applaud you for recognizing, you know, your, your skill set and the, the, mm -hmm the things that you can bring to your field and to your um, workplace and recognizing that and not being afraid to, you know, hold that down like you were, like you were talking about is being brave to sort of voice your creativity and voice your new ideas because the new ideas that create um, the disruptive technologies in the world, right? Or, you know, any, regardless of what field you're in, the disruption that then makes way for something new and something amazing. Um, yeah. And so I am very passionate about this. I've like done this in my own career, just sort of like zigzags um, and never taken sort of no for an answer. Uh, but I know somebody who has actually done this in a, an amazing way. And so I wanna bring in an expert to really help us dive deep into this. So I'm going to bring in Soji Kubero Rentelm, who is a board-certified physician assistant, and she specializes in cosmetic dermatology and practices at Basile Dermatology and Boutique in Los Angeles. Now, here's why I want to bring her in, because she received her undergraduate degree in biological sciences from the University of California, Irvine. Now, after graduating from her master's degree in physician assistant practice from Keck School of Medicine at USC, she worked in primary care for several years before her passion for healthy skin and beauty motivated her to transition fully to cosmetic dermatology. Now, if that wasn't enough, she has taken her passion for all things wellness and become an influencer in her field on her Instagram at exo.healthy. Okay, so I'm gonna bring her in and tell you a little bit more about why I think she's the perfect expert to help us with this discussion. Hi, Sochi. Hi, Hannah. And hi, Rachel. It's so nice to meet Hello. you. Now, so the reason that I think that Sochi is the perfect expert for this is because she's taken what could have been a very traditional career path and made it completely her own. She's creative in charting her own path, and she never really got hung up on what she was quote unquote supposed to do. So, Soji, you just heard Rachel's stories. What are your first sort of initial thoughts? So, first of all, I just feel like I know you. I, I just can relate to you on so many levels. Um, I wasn't quite as young as you were when I finished my master's, but I look particularly young, so I can relate to that on so many levels. Um, the learning disability, I had some issues um, kind of finding my way and some challenges um, that, I, that, that resonate with me as well. And I just... I just see myself and you <laughs> and, and, you know, and having all these ideas, but feeling like you're a little afraid to, you know, 
to try them or to talk about them with other people and kind of um, having people look at you in a funny way or not quite feel like you're being respected. Um, now that I've kind of gotten past, first of all, those hurdles and that now I'm actually feel like I'm really doing things. Um, I just, I'm excited to chat with you and, you know, explore yeah. that. <laughs> I could, um, yeah, just from hearing your story a little bit, I could definitely relate to, um, that's the thing is like, I would say with our careers, um, you can take it wherever you want. And that's amazing because same with like OT, I could help someone um, who wants to be a makeup, makeup artist who doesn't have the functional ability in their hands, like use alternative ways, which is amazing. I just saw a video um, actually right before we talked about um, a young woman who actually is a makeup artist who uses her mouth. So I'm like, I've wow. Seen I saw that video. Breaking <laughs> barriers. Oh, you did you see it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's I don't, I don't remember no limitations. Anyone, no limitations. And that being said, like, I have, I, I, I don't know if I, I just need to practice a little bit to figure out like, okay, this is where um, I want to go with this career, but I don't think it's just limited to people who are um, in hospitals or in the clinic setting. Like, I think what I could do with my career is like take it to sports, take it across the world, give people more opportunities. And so that being said, I want to help people reach those breakthroughs. Now I'm still making them today, which is what I think helps me help people, if that makes sense. Um, but ultimately, I would like to, I call it like the ripple effect. Like uh, here on this planet, um, my goal isn't just to sit there and help people. It's like, how can we as a society create such a positive energy and light in people that it causes that ripple effect? in helping others I don't know it's out there I don't it's this giant idea have no idea where it's gonna go but who's no telling idea. you that you can't do that um honestly I have talked to friends and co-workers and ultimately I've had friends to that say yes do it but when I said I wanted to reach like everyone one time someone was like that's kind of selfish of you. And I was like, that's not really how I mean it. But like, I'm like, just gonna interrupt you right there. You just got to stop thinking that way. Because that's, that's the beauty of it. You as an occupational therapist, I see that you can do so much in that world. And but but I can see you doing beyond that. And if you're an inspiring person, that's the that's the beauty. And I honestly get DMs like every single day of people that are not even in medicine. And they're just like your positivity and your like your mindset, which mindset is huge. And you oh, yeah. inspire me to do better. And I get that in so many different ways, whether it's like working out or eating better or taking better care of their skin or just like meditating or having healthier habits. Like there are so many ways that ripple effect is so real that you can inspire someone. You can have someone do something positive and that you're not even going to see how much that extends to, because if they are a better, if they are a better person, then uh, yeah, exactly. imagine what that's going to, you know, end up creating. I also think, yeah. and I, I learned this later in life and I wish I learned it younger, but I think when you hear people who 
are trying to dissuade you from going after your big dreams or saying that they're too big, um, I think oftentimes that is their own fear. They are scared of living big and they are scared of taking risks. And so they project that onto you because they think, and it's not, it's not mal intent, right? They think that they are protecting you. They're keeping you safe and they're keeping you within their comfort zone. Right. But when you recognize that it's just their fears and their own limitations within their mindset, like Sochi is talking about, then you can kind of take their advice with a grain of salt. Um, so I think that, that, that has been really helpful. But I think what becomes difficult is when you're in the workplace and you're trying to pursue those creative um, you know, ideas that you have or sort of anything that's not within the status quo is communicating that and figuring that out, right? So Sochi, do you have tips for Rachel and our listeners who are maybe dealing with older colleagues who maybe aren't as passionate about ingenuity uh, in the workplace? Yeah, I definitely, so one of the, one of the, I think, things that you can also relate to, even if you decide not to go this route, is social media and medicine. It's super controversial. People are really afraid of it. Um, But I have seen the positive impact, whether it's spreading awareness about something, um, it's just, or even inspiring people to go into healthcare, into different kinds of fields, spreading awareness about occupational therapy or being a physician assistant. I've just seen so, so much good. And I understand that there's, there's, you know, challenges um, with it, but a lot of people are against it. Um, I even had one of my best friends in the whole world who I love dearly saw that I was putting social media on a resume for my latest job. Um, and she thought that was not a good idea. She says, I don't think that's professional. And I had to, you know, I had a little argument with her, a really, you know, mm-hmm. a good one, but you know, I decided ultimately to put it on that resume. And I actually really think it was a huge factor in why I was hired because I had that this interesting, you know, side, uh, ability basically. Um, and it was a way for me to reach out to lots of people. And in my particular field, cosmetic dermatology, it's super important. So, um, you know, I think you have to kind of stick to your guns. If you think that it's something that could be really, um, if it's a good idea, even though people, you, even, you might even have your peers saying no, you should, just, you should continue. Um, another really great thing I think to do is to get mentors in the field and they can be mentors that are similar ages as, as you are. If you see someone in your field or even in a, you know, related field that is doing something similar to what you want to do, don't hesitate. My, my husband always reminds me, just, just ask them for coffee or send them a DM. Uh, The worst they can do is say no, but, um, just kind of associating yourself with this kind of these like-minded individuals who are kind of breaking boundaries, um, is is super powerful. And I, I, it's, it's amazing because you kind of have this unique relationship with them and I've Mm -hmm. learned so much from those type of people and they've inspired me to continue, even though we kind of feel like this unique little crowd. Um, so yeah, those are kind of two pieces of advice that I can give to you. I also think Thank a big you. thing, and and I've seen this in, in Sochi's life, and it's definitely been a huge part of charting my career path, is show, don't tell. Do you know what I mean? Because I think oftentimes 
especially as women, we want to feel accepted. And so oftentimes we try to go and seek acceptance from everybody in our circle. So I'm asking my friend if this is a good idea, my boyfriend, my mom, my dad, you know, the, my boss, my colleague, whatever, if this is a good idea. And you're going to hear so many conflicting opinions and you're going to get so much advice coming from people's own limited mindset. And so oftentimes you have to trust your gut, like, like Sochi's talking about. You have to trust that you have a good idea, that you could change the way that people look at medicine on social media. You could change the way that you can do occupational therapy and the way that it's perceived and, and make it a, a, a larger, more global issue, right? So you have to trust that and show them that your idea is good rather than trying to constantly convince people. Because if you're con tr trying to constantly convince people and get that acceptance, you're never going to do anything because nobody mm -hmm. is ever going to completely agree with you um, yeah. and to, uh, and, or cheer you on if they have spent their entire careers following the rules. They're not going to be like, oh yeah, be a rule breaker, right? So you have to show them that your idea is good. You have to show them just by example that yeah. you are doing something creative that could change the way things are done. And not every time you're going to hit a home run and that's okay too, but at least you're taking those risks and following your gut, not the advice of anybody else. Does that resonate? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, both, both of you guys, what you both had to say was super awesome. Um, for some like reality, I'm kind of, since I'm in that stage, I do have like an, like a, an older mentor, my best friends in OT school are like different ages. So all of them have their, all of their experiences and we're kind of going through the same things right now. And they're amazing. We're all probably going to figure out something to do together. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Um, awesome. But I'm in that phase right now where I'm like pushing my, myself to the point of exhaustion because it's not just school I'm going through I've got life happening on the yeah. outside and there's that yes wake up early in the morning keep going but like recently very recently I learned that because I didn't take a break it kind of crumbled a little bit so mm -hmm. I took my first sport exam I didn't pass by like 11 points which is like so so close and it's very common but um that's like something that I think I didn't uh, realize that I needed to do was like take a break when my body was calling for it, if that makes sense. So I'm trying to work like I'm going to study. I want to pursue these ideas, but ultimately focusing on mental health and also one thing at a time too. So if you have anything to speak to that. I think that's also a relic of an older generation where they're kind of like, oh, I can sleep when I'm dead and oh, you can like vacation when you retire. Uh, I think our generation is more passionate about work-life balance. And I know Sochi can speak to this uh, yeah. with leaps and bounds. <laughs> this is actually another way that I differed from a lot of my classmates. I was work-life balanced all the way. Um, I made sure to exercise in PA, throughout PA school. And once I graduated, I a lot of my friends sought out careers or jobs that just really grinding. And I didn't want that. I wanted to have some creative outlets. I wanted to, to have a varied life. I wanted to vacation. I wanted to travel. I wanted to enjoy 
you know, my life. Um, so I always prioritize that from the very beginning. Um, and, and, and I think another thing to remember is you're, you're so young, you have your whole life ahead of you and, and just to take one step at a time. And then even when you do take that step, it might kind of change a little and you might have different options and you never know what one step is going to lead to. So I, I think a goal, goal setting is super important. So I really love to do, especially with people kind of in your spot is kind of that 10 year vision. Like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? That's that big goal that like big, and it doesn't have to be so detailed, kind of that big thing. And then work backwards and like figure out like your five year plan. If you want to be somewhere at 10 years, what do you, where do you need to be around the five years? And then, the, the, then you can break it down even sm into smaller bites. Um, but I think just what are your like things that you must do? Like you must exercise several times a week or you must hang out with friends and family once a week. Like something that just will kind of keep you from going into that work, 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 work grind and not, you know, prioritizing your health, your mental health and, you know, work-life balance. And also yeah, I think absolutely. when, when pursuing your goals, there's a Japanese proverb that I'm going to totally botch. So I'm just going to give you the, the gist of it. But essentially, if you're chasing multiple rabbits, right? Yeah. Like rabbits, you know, jumping all over the place, you're not going to catch any rabbits. But if you right. chase one, you could probably get one. Do you get what I'm saying? And then you can figure yeah, out cool. how to get the second rabbit, but only chase one rabbit at a time. Um, but I think what's, what's really interesting for, for, from what I'm gathering from your question and from this conversation is really just approaching your career in a different way that maybe makes other people uncomfortable, right? So taking that mm -hmm. time, making sure that you're taking care of yourself um, and also pursuing sort of different opportunities within your career. I think oftentimes when we want to sort of chart our own path, the thing that we bump up against is having to sort of play by the rules a little bit. Um, yeah. And so I know that I've sort of walked this tightrope of like playing by the rules, but also setting my own rules. So I'm curious for Sochi, especially being in somewhat similar uh, industries, how you can sort of play by the rules while also not succumbing to tradition and sort of giving up on your ideas for your own career. Yeah, I think, so for me, I would definitely have to play by the rules at the beginning. I worked for a underserved, I, like it's called a federally qualified health center um, in, in primary care and family medicine, seeing patients all day long. And I, it was a very established place. Like I couldn't just try to create my own programs. Um, but I tried to, within the, those rules, kind of do my own thing. So I had the creative outlet. I had my Instagram account where I never really particularly talked about my exact job, but I it was able to um, share tips for pre-PAs. I was able to just kind of have my own like health and wellness diary where I would just talk about different subjects. Um, so that was kind of my way to like start doing that. And in the meantime, I did a lot of networking. Um, I even started a program for the medical assistants. It was, you know, not anything formal where at lunchtime I would go over healthy habits for, for them, for the staff. So in this sense, I was always kind of going towards this like bigger picture that I had that one day I want to, you know, do something more than just see patients from eight to five. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, 
my networking and my blog kind of led me to all these different opportunities. I'm starting to dip my toes into teaching, um, which is something I've, I kind of thought I'd see myself doing, but this kind of, all of this, uh, you know, excitement kind of led to that opportunity. Um, and then I was able to be a uh, part of um, a brand that I really admire in healthcare. And that led me to go on a medical mission trip to India. And I'm like, just, just, it's just so amazing. And then now I'm working in the specific field that I actually want to work in, but there's so many, it's technically a startup in a sense. It's a place where they really value my, my creative ideas. And, and that's another thing to think about down the line, because although I'm so thankful for my first job and it was, it gave me so much, I learned so much. I'm so glad to now be kind of in this space where it's, it's entrepreneurial in a sense. And they, it's a female run company. Um, they really value if I have an idea for what we should do or an event we should have or a way to, you know, to reach our patients, like they value my idea. It's just like a, it's just a completely unique um, kind of uh, organization in, in medicine. It's not, it's very rare, but it's, it's definitely the right fit for me. It's the right culture for me. And so maybe I didn't quite have that at first, but I didn't just like shut down because of that. I instead just continued to kind of keep trying. And then I now am in a place where it's a perfect fit for me and I'm able to do all of these other things as well. So I love that. I think, I think the main takeaways from what Sochi um, just sort of walked us through are so important for anybody listening in every industry, right? Is like when you start out, there's a semblance of playing by the rules, right? That doesn't mean that you're just, you know, keeping your head down, working till you're 50 and then getting creative, but it means making sure that you're still cultivating relationships in your field um, and not just pissing people off right off the bat um, and stepping on toes, right? Um, but she found a way to be creative in the ways that she could that were um, still a little bit outside the box, right? But not like hitting the box with a sledgehammer. Um, so that would be, I think, like the number one tip I think networking is huge. She talked about that. I think that's so important. Yeah. And networking can be mean going to net, uh, different networking events, uh, cultivating a social group within the industry, but it can also mean, and especially in Sochi's case, and in a lot of our cases, cultivating groups on social media. That can be a form of networking as well. And then the third point is keeping your eyes on your long-term goal, right? So having that, knowing the industry that you want to be in or knowing the effect that you want to have and slowly figuring out how you can move from A to B, right? Not necessarily like leaping from A to B, which can happen, of course, amazing, but figuring out that zigzag that may take you eventually to be within a reasonable amount of time. Because I think always reminding yourself of the goals and keeping them at the forefront of your mind will allow you to see different opportunities and see different ideas. Because if I asked Sochi five years ago, if she thought she would be doing what she's doing now, right? Like you'd probably say no, right? Yeah. But I feel like, like, I feel like I'm dreaming. <laughs> but she had, but she had an ultimate goal of knowing how she wanted to help people and the impact that she wanted to have. Um, and, and that sort of like kept moving her in the direction for now, you know, at her dream job. So I think those are probably the main three takeaways. Um, yeah. does that, does that feel good, Rachel? Oh yeah, absolutely. Cause I had a job interview like a few weeks ago and they're like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I was like, I don't know, but I yeah. think that's like a really good way. Like 
I like how you put it, how have your aspirations of who you want to be and you know that you're going to be an OT or a PA or doctor or literally any, any profession. Um, just have an idea of the impact you want to make and make and how you want to help and just see kind of where it takes you. Yeah. I can tell you that I have made awesome connections, just like not even like, I didn't even expect anything out of it. Just, I don't know if you guys found that as well, because I feel both of you are just kind of crawling your way up as well. And it's so awesome to see, by the way. Um, I'm over here too. (laughs) Um, but like you probably just like reached out to someone and said, Hey, like you said, asking someone to go get coffee. Um, Darlene Santor, um, she is an OT, but she's also into like, uh, into sports in, um, Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, I just reached out to her and I said, Hey, like, I'm a student. Can uh, we just go grab coffee? I just really love what you're doing. And I just kind of, I forget, they're not actual interviews. I forget what they're called, but it's just asking, like, how did you do, like get to where you are and what are some experiences and what pushed you forward? Um, so, yeah. And I felt like, and I mean, even through this conversation, like, this is three different careers, too, that, like, if you had any questions as well in the future, like, for some perspective. I don't know, but yeah, no, I think you're right. I think learning from, um, other people's experiences is sort of a crash course. Uh, and you don't have to actually do the crashing. You can like learn from their <laughs> mistakes, right? Learn from their wins. Um, it's a really cheap education if you buy somebody coffee, right? I think that's huge and it's been probably a pivotal part for both me and Sochi's career. Um, but I think that the main thing that I want everybody to leave from this episode today is you never know where life is going to take you. You never know what sort of opportunities are going to come up. But if you have that sort of long-term North star, that's what's going to get you to where you want to be, right? Like if when I was in high school, like YouTube, like wasn't a thing. And that's how I got my, that's that's how my career blew up is through YouTube. Like if you said I had to choose what my five-year plan was when I was 16, like I wouldn't, I would, there's no way that I would even be able to tell you because it wasn't even, was, I mean, it was in existence, but it wasn't like a career, quote unquote, career path that somebody could take, right? So I think keeping that North Star, right? The impact that you want to have, how you want to feel at the end of the day, because the universe could throw all these different sort of things at you that you wouldn't even think of could help you achieve that goal. So keeping that in mind, um, even when you're dealing with old curmudgeon colleagues or whatever, is what's going to help you really achieve your goals. Uh, Rachel, I want to thank you so much for opening up and being vulnerable with here, uh, with us here today, and Sochi for helping us create our own career paths. Um, I know so many people are going to benefit from this conversation, uh, and it probably resonated with a lot of young people and people, old people too, who are really trying to uh, make their own path in life. Now you guys can find Sochi on Instagram at xo.healthy. If you have a question and want to be featured on the next episode, please send me a DM to at Cranston or email tmthshow at gmail.com. 
Again, please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. Also, if you have a moment, please rate and review this podcast. And just a reminder, we're coming at you every Wednesday. So buckle up because it's going to be too much to handle. See you next week. Ah!